We're going to read from Matthew chapter 16, starting in verse 13. If you are on an app and can like quickly change um, your mm, translation, I use NSRV, and um, we could talk about why some other time, if that interests you. Um, okay, so I'm going to start in verse 13, and then we're going to, I'm going to read through uh, verse 23, and then we'll kind of walk through the scripture. Now when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they said, some say John the Baptist, but others Elijah, still others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church. And the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then he sternly ordered the disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. From that time on, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and undergo great suffering at the hands of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and on the third day be raised. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, God forbid it, Lord, this must never happen to you. But he turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me, for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. Okay, so there's kind of like a lot of famous or uh, well-known things in this. Um, I'm curious just to kind of start, like what, if, if anything stands out to you, um, specifically, if there was like a certain thing that, that came out. Yeah. Yeah. Sternly, like that's intense. Don't tell anyone. Yeah. Anything else? So yeah, in these verses we have like Peter being called the rock, keys to the kingdom. That's, we hear that a lot. Um, the uh, get behind me Satan, I feel like that's sort of like a punchline in things sometimes. Or, you know, that's like used a lot. And then the uh, stumbling block thing, of course, if you like went to church camp and know that language, <laughs> right? So that was used, I guess, from there, you know. So there's a lot of things uh, to discuss. So, so we're going to like kind of break down scripture and then we'll We'll discuss a little bit more at the end. So, so the first question Jesus asks, he says, who do people say that the Son of Man is? And so what stood out to me from that is that, like, clearly people are saying something. Like, he's reached a point where Jesus is, um, he is do, performing miracles and, and preaching and teaching, saying things people don't want to hear, right? So he's asking, who, who do they say I am? And then, you know, so they answer, give their uh, answers of what the people around are saying. But then he says, you know, more importantly, Jesus asks, who do you say that I am? And a teacher would ask their students this because it's important that they're, like, getting the message right, right? Like, if you're teaching someone, you hope that they're hearing you. You hope that they know um, what you are, are teaching. And so, um, so Peter responds. He says, you are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And I thought that this next section, Jesus' response, I'm going to read this to you from the Message Bible, um, was kind of interesting. And it kind of helped frame a few of the parts differently. Um, 
good for us to think about. So it says, so Jesus came back or said to Peter, God bless you, Simon, son of Jonah. You didn't get that answer out of books or from teachers. My Father in heaven, God himself, let you in on the secret of who I really am. And now I'm going to tell you who you really, really are. Who you are, really are. You are Peter, a rock. This is the rock in which I will put, put together my church, a church so expansive with energy that not even the gates of hell will be able to keep it out. And that's not all. You will have complete and free access to God's kingdom, keys to open any and every door. No more barriers between heaven and earth, earth and heaven. A yes on earth is a yes in heaven, and a no on earth is a no in heaven. So uh, in, in the way that Peter affirmed Jesus, right, affirms who Jesus is, then, Peter, uh, then Jesus says back to Peter um, that you are the rock. Like, I'm also affirming your name. And as I was, like, reading more about this, it's not, I didn't know the specific thing, but this is one of the scriptures that's used to, um, to like, say that Peter was the first pope. So this scripture is used in, like, thousands of years of church history for, like, this huge uh, disputed thing, right? Um, and so that felt sort of heavy saying, like, oh, so now am I supposed to, like, tell y'all what it really means or what, which is the right thing. And so I'm not going to do that. But it was, uh, it's interesting to think about, right, how even just this, I think it's like verse 19, can, can have uh, such differing opinions, right? Um, and so I thought that, um, yeah, so, so then it, he says, I'll give you the keys to the kingdom. And so I read a, a really nice thing that said that in doing this, Jesus is saying that you will be an instrument of opening the door of faith to the world, that um, Peter will be the first to preach the gospel to both Jews and Gentiles. And um, generally, that's how Protestants see it. I'll leave that up to you, obviously. But it's like that, this, that Peter was the first one to, to give the message of Jesus. And so then Jesus says, okay, so you're right, I'm the Messiah, but don't tell anyone. Why do you think Jesus didn't want him to tell anyone? I'm asking more questions than I expected to. thought I was going to save it for the end. But. I think he just didn't tell because it wasn't time, right? He knew that um, as, it, as it came out, who he really was, that um, people want to kill him. And so he was like, let's just hold out on that. But it's important for the disciples to know at this time. And so, um, so, so Jesus tells them he's the Messiah. Peter gets it really right. You know, Jesus is like, this is not, you didn't know this on your own. Like, God told you this. Um, but then right away, Jesus is like, yes, this, you're right, but it's not what you think. So Jesus says, I'm bringing salvation through suffering, um, which is a really huge contradiction for Peter, right? Peter expected, um, expected the Messiah to come and, like, rule, right? Like, be king, like, be over um, the people in a, in a really different way than what he's now hearing is that Jesus is going to, to suffer. Um, and so I guess what, a, a few things here, a lot of things here, but the, like, having these two stories next to each other feels really important, right? Because we see where it's like Peter answers right, and Jesus is like, yes, go Peter. And then, like, a few verses later, Peter gets it really wrong. Jesus is like, no you're way off, dude, like way off. And so I think it's always good for us to see, right, that the disciples were um, not right all the time. Um, and so what this kind of made me start thinking about is how people now um, use or, or see Jesus in 
including myself, including all of us in here, as different than he is or was. And, and how, you know, when they asked the broad, you know, like, who do people say I am, that they had all these other answers. And then when they said, who do you say I am, um, Peter had a really different answer. And I almost hesitate, I guess, to say this, because I don't want to be like, I know who Jesus is. That's not what I'm saying. But I, I think of, you know, things we see like um, the extreme right prosperity gospel, that it's like, if you just do this, then Jesus will be this. Um, those kinds of things, even like the lesser version of that, right, which we've all seen uh, in Christians and churches, the like joke, not joke, but I've made a joke of like the hashtag blessed thing. And, you know, like we're using our... Um, like, I don't know, it's sort of like what came first, the chicken or the egg, right? Like, so I'm born into relative privilege, and then uh, also I'm a Christian, I'm going to a church, and things are easy in my life generally, and so they're good, so that must be I've done something right, or Jesus has given me this thing. But, I mean, I know for a lot of us, right, like, that's where things sort of broke down. They're like, well, what about my neighbor who can't marry the person they love in the church? Or what about my neighbor who can't feed their kids, and all those things were like, well, are they not blessed? Are they not, is Jesus not the same to them as to me? And so I, I, guess, I guess what I want us to do with that is that I would love to spend time, well, let me back up for one second, okay, and say one more thing about, um, I, I just want to read this thing that I read that was really good. So this is about Peter being wrong and right, right? So it says, the gospel does not hide the great limitations of Peter and his companions. On the contrary, it shows how difficult they found it to understand the message of Jesus and follow it. Um, And so I guess with that, I don't want this conversation to be like, we have it figured out. I have it figured out. Um, Because even Peter, who was like there, flesh and blood, next to Jesus, walking with him, hearing the words, got it right and wrong all the time. Um, so, you know, for us, thousands of years later, with all of our, like, cultural influences, um, church splits, hurt, burden, all that kind of stuff, it's not like this all or nothing that we know who Jesus is. But I wanted to spend some time, I sort of anticipated it being a smaller group, that um, talking about the questions that Jesus asks, like, who do people say that Jesus was or is? And then who do we say that Jesus is? And so, this is recording, it's on the podcast, but we're like edit this part out. So if you want to say something that you don't want on the podcast, it won't be, because they can't hear you really anyway. Your voices are quiet. So yeah, I just thought, and if, and if no one answers, that's okay. We can talk a few more minutes and kind of close up short. But I think I kept wanting to like get to the end and have this like really tidy package for you of like, here, this is who Jesus is. But I don't, I don't think that's what we're supposed to do here. That's not what I feel like I'm supposed to do here. And so I thought that maybe um, just giving a minute or two to these questions um, would be a good practice for us as a community, as learners, as um, all those things. So the first question is just, who do people say that Jesus is or was? It's a funny time to be asking the, like, who do people say that Jesus is, right? We all know that it's, like, uh, Christianity and Jesus are used sort of as weapons. uh, The language is used to be, like, really political and to be right and wrong and all that. And so it felt funny to, like, enter that because I, for sure, uh, 
have to work against the thing of being, I was, thought I was really right before, and to not be like, now I'm just right in a different way, right? And so, like, figuring out what that looks like, that it's, um, that it's like Peter, that one day I'm like, yes, son of the living God, and the next day I'm like, no, you can't have anything to do with the suffering, feels like a good kind of space to be in, um, or to remind myself I, will, I am in, you know? And, um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of heaviness around it, so I wasn't, you know, I wasn't necessarily trying to, to make it that, but I do think it's worth the discussion, because I think a lot of times that we use, uh, like, our church language and don't think about what it really means. I actually wasn't going to share this, but um, when I was, I, I'm sure I've shared this in a class or something before, but when I was in college, I worked at a church as, like, a girl's intern and um, worked with high school girls, and I was having, like, my own, um, like, meltdowns. I don't know what the word is, right? I was like beginning deconstruction. I don't even want to use that word, but y'all know what I'm saying. I was like working through all these really big things and mostly thinking like, what am I doing? This probably isn't even real. You know, I was having all the feelings. And so I like kind of took it out on my class one Sunday. And so I come in and I'm like, I want you to tell me what it even means to be a Christian. But I had like written words on the board. And I was like, but you can't say any of these things. And you can't say, and a lot of them were just like, ask Jesus into your heart. It wasn't even actually, but it's like, how do you become a Christian? Or what is a Christian without saying these things? But I think it was really just for me, right? I was doing it for me because like, I don't even know how to articulate what this is, much less a uh, 17-year-old, whatever. I was like 20. I don't, <laughs> you know, it's not like I was. So, I mean, I thought I was, but. And so I, I was kind of thinking of that in this today, that it's like, gosh, we have spent, whatever, 16 chapters talking about Jesus, and I still was like, who do I say that Jesus is? Like, I still didn't have this sort of, like, answer um, for the end of our chat today. But I think maybe the answer is that, like, it's this slow reveal, this slow learn, this slow um, relationship and struggle and understanding. And so I guess maybe... You know, like we joke, we had an old church member that was like, I love that you make space for all the doubt and uncertainty, which at the time I sort of took as like a, a bad thing, I think. But, um, but that's who I am, and that is what I'm offering. And so that's kind of where we're going to land today, is just that like it's a, a continual learn. And I hope that these two questions, the bottom one for sure, like who do you say that Jesus is, is something that we'll think about and we'll ask and we'll say, God, teach me um, who who your son was, who Jesus was, who, um, like Mandy was saying, who is Christ and how, how do we know Christ um, in the way that is being offered. So let me say a prayer for us, unless anyone else wanted to add to the answers. Okay, let me say a prayer for us and we're going to sing a couple more songs. Um, God, we're really, I'm really thankful for the examples of the disciples who just really um, didn't know either. But for some reason, like I've said aloud so often, I, I just keep going, coming back. I can't, I can't walk away um, from you, from Jesus, from the Bible, and, and what we're being offered there, God. And so I just pray that on the days when we say, you know, who do we say Jesus is, and we're like, maybe no one or, or maybe not, um, that you can help fill in those gaps. Um, the old prayer 
it's, you know, God, we believe, help our unbelief, God. It, it comes back to that so often. Um, we thank you for Scripture, um, for Jesus, for those stories that can teach us, that can carry us um, when it's hard. Amen.